Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And Dave's back. Dave is back in town, everyone. It is the special Ian Hates Music holiday special. I think I said special twice there. Yeah, it's a super special. Dave is looking very svelte. I think that's a new haircut, possibly. Ooh, it is. Look at that. We haven't seen each other for a while, but we always text back and forth making fun of random bullshit and talking about, you know, concerts we've been to and whatnot. So it's good to have Dave back. I wanted to do something, you know, I just, I got tired of not talking. Do you know that feeling, Dave? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, the craziest thing about this is you still have the same shirt on. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, it never comes off. Even when I'm having (laughs) sex, it's just, it's always here. It's why I don't have a real job. Some for some reason they don't like this. It doesn't make no, any sense. They don't but like capsize. They don't, and I can't believe that because I will always rep capsize. For sure. Absolutely. And I'm wearing my one eye doll hat. This is not a MAGA hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I always think now that when I wear this bright red hat out, that people automatically think that I am completely for Trump. Yeah, I mean that it's a bold uh marketing thing here rocking a red hat anymore so if you're gonna put that on the merch table you gotta you gotta watch what you're putting on there on those hats for sure but then also i'm taking it back just like we took back the word hate i'm taking this back (laughs) i love the color red trump doesn't get to have that yeah (laughs) absolutely not so dave please tell me how were your holidays we're doing this a little bit before new year's so i'm hoping to get this show out pretty quickly you know, the last show of 2018. So please tell me, how was your holiday? Ian, let me ask you, what what's the earliest you ever woke your parents up for Christmas? Ooh, well, if Ian hates had parents, I would say probably <laughs> 5 a.m. I was bombarded at 3, for 3.52. What? There's yeah. no guarantee that Santa has even made it to the house yet. Oh, it was painful. Oh, my God. That was a, the longest Christmas day of my of my <laughs> life. I wanted to uh, first. I heard the oldest was up. My guy can send send his ass back to bed. But then uh, he woke up the uh, Coraline. She's like a five year old, just screaming girl all the time. When she's awake, your plans are fucked. She's staying <laughs> awake, whether you want her to or not. Gotcha. And then what about the little one? Oh, you know she slept right through it. She slept oh. till nine. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so there was a silver lining for that, yep. at least. And by the way, for anyone that doesn't know, 
Dave's a young guy, but he is building his own dual vocalist metalcore band. Yeah, I'm building an empire pretty yeah. much over here. At, soon enough. Soon enough, yeah. I'm sure they'll be picking up instruments and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I mean, how many members we have? We Six? Yeah. Right? You're there, wow. right? I mean, yeah. wait, do you need... You need one more person, right? Well, you got you got drum, bass, two guitars, and two vocalists. No, you're there. No, that, that's it. That's all we needed. Maybe a keyboardist. Yeah. Maybe you can could. work on that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on you for anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me... I will tell you this. So, waking up at 3.30 does suck. But I was woken up, I think, at 5.30 a.m. or 6.00. Because our tree had fallen over <laughs> and it had splashed like tons of water over everything and it had destroyed a ton of ornaments as well. So I, ha- I was the only one who could pick up the tree. That's how big <laughs> it was. So I had to hold it there while people cleaned up for 30 minutes. Wow. You were the tree holder. Yep. And then we got Christmas started. Yep. <laughs> we need to find where's that Where's that big guy at? We need him to hold up this tree. Yep. That is the Ian Hates Christmas right there. Yep. That's all we needed. Before we move on, because we're going to get to scene news and a lot of other things that we normally talk about, but this episode will be a lot more shooting the shit, I did want to know, did you get any music-related gifts? I mean, I got like eight to ten vinyls. I mean, really went all out with it. Yeah. Damn. Anything, what would you say is the best one that you got? It's between... The Hellions, um, Opera Oblivia, like the not the recent album, the one before that. Okay. Um, I did get that one. That one's pretty tough to get, and if you're gonna buy it, it's usually like over fifty bucks because they're all out of Australia, pretty much. Um, ah. The other one, I got a Can't Swim's new album. Oh, very cool. I really, I really, I really like that one. That was a damn good album. Yeah. So, was there any like special? Like edition vinyl or signature, or like any of that kind of thing. Uh, no, I, I can't. I may have promised myself not to try to get all the variants because right. that's when things just get out of control. Um, I just hope I kind of just not like knowing. So when it gets there, it's a surprise. Like, right. oh shit, this one looks like shit, or this one looks cool, you know. And <laughs> I'll play it either way. Oh, there you go. Yeah, man, I I got a like a professional, like really professional company learn how to play guitar thing uh-huh. like a whole like the whole entire span of lessons so yeah. possibly because i play guitar very mediocrely and i think we've talked about this on the show so if we want this podcast to be even bigger then i gotta start a band well fallout boy's been looking for instruments in their band for quite some time so you could probably <laughs> join probably now have they been looking though because if <laughs> they have know. In the wrong places. Yeah. Those instruments went on a crazy hide-and-go-seek that they are just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> but don't worry, though. They were nominated for a Grammy. Oh, thank goodness. I, I still can't believe that. But we talked about that, or I talked about that, yep. on the last solo show. So, Dave, I think, if I'm not mistaken, are you ready to go on to scene news? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, everyone, it is scene news time, and we're going to hit on something that I hit on the last solo show, because this also affects Dave. The Warp Tour is back. I like saying the Warp Tour. The yeah. Warp Tour is back. 
And we've got four dates or five dates, one in Cleveland, Ohio, two on the East Coast, and they are still to be determined, and two on the West Coast. They're still to be determined. So the question is, obviously, you live in Ohio. Will you definitely be going to that show? Yeah, I have to, man. If it isn't Cle- I mean, Cleveland's a dumpster, but <laughs> it is. I'd much rather just be in Columbus. Um, they never had one in Columbus, but they have way better everything. You know, I, Col- between Cleveland and Cincinnati, which that's, they usually go to both of those. Mm-hmm. Right. Both are shit drives and shit towns. Um, I don't. I don't even call them cities. They're towns. Right. Um, that's how much I disrespect those places. But I have to go. How far is the drive for you? Uh, two hours. Not the worst, I guess. But it's that's a significant drive, especially after yeah. a full day. Plus, that means you have to basically get up ridiculously early to get there on time. Yeah, and I'm gonna just say it now. Your East Coast state's not gonna be anywhere near you. I bet. What I would have to imagine is it would have to be somewhere where they sold out. I mean, they did sell out Mass. Okay. They absolutely did, but I'm guessing New York. Yeah. It just makes probably. it just makes more sense because that's a place where people can go and make a whole weekend out of it. Plus, other bands that are on Warp Tour can probably do other sets in the city at night as well. Yeah, and they do pick Cleveland for multiple reasons. Obviously, AP, like Ugh. you mentioned before, yeah. but. There's so many bands that are just around this area, like like Beartooth, yeah. Hawthorne Heights, like a lot of headlining bands for that are like staples in the Warped Tour scene. So, especially in Michigan area, there's a whole bunch right up there. Yep. And um, I hate to say it, uh, I prevail there up there, so that worries <laughs> me. But look, we'll I see. even to be quite honest, there have been so many bands now that I really, really dislike. That yeah. I prevail isn't even on that list anymore. Yeah, oh, I know, man. This maybe we'll talk about it later in the show. I have, man, what a up and down year for music. But there's some standouts for as far as shitholes go. Oh, for sure. Well, now I'll put you on the spot a little bit because I didn't really want to completely think about this yet. But you know, it being the 25th anniversary of Warp Tour for these five tour dates, do you think they pull off a big time reunion or? a big time act that will maybe be on all five days or at least one of them. Um, on one of them from first to last. Um, I will I be at whatever them. one that is. I think they'll be on one. Um, that'll be a West coast date probably then. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, I don't, I don't think there will be any like surprises. Maybe. I don't know if a date or member have, have any interest in doing that anymore either. Um, well, Bear think about tooth, this. One. I don't know if you want to call them huge or reunion, but no, they're doing. I mean, they're doing so what? But yeah. also, I would imagine they will also do at least the Cleveland date for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I mean, the way I look at it is, last year you saw so many big bands do only one or two dates. So now, with this being only five, and the point being, I'm assuming that they can probably choose. Hey, if you don't want to do cross-country, East Coast, West Coast, then they're probably able to do one or the other. So maybe they'll get even more bands. Like, I would love to see I Am Ghost. You know what I mean? Like, Or Requiem, at least, play something like that. But from first to last, makes sense, especially with how much Matt Good is doing. Yeah. 
They've thrown too many hints on Instagram too, as far as their like story goes and being in like a studio and everything. Yeah, Travis um, Richter keeps on talking about like how he can't wait to get back out there and do stuff, and how he hasn't really been doing anything in 2018. Yeah. So I could I could see that happening for sure. And then also Crazy 88, I could see them playing their first, you know, like full like not full tour obviously, but a full set together. Yeah, I could yeah. see them doing that. Yeah, there are a bunch of bands that I could see doing it. I doubt I would make all five dates, but what I would at least try for is I'd try for the Cleveland one because it would be cool if we got like if we got you, me, Jackson, and Ty yeah. to go to, like that would be really cool. But then also I'll go to whichever one from first to last is on. Yeah. <laughs> they won't they won't make it that like a surprise either, because they obviously want to sell more tickets. So they'll it'll be out way earlier than usual, I'd imagine. I think so, and if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw that Matt Good and Travis Richter are doing some DJ set in New Orleans, I want to say like April maybe, I, I forget what day it is, but it's a really weird like conglomeration of tons of different artists, but I yeah. would almost go down for that because I think they're going to be playing a new From First to Last song as well. Yeah, yeah, that, it, it's coming. I, just, I think it's going to be sooner than later too. I would agree on that. So let's move on from that. And we have a cancellation of a tour. Oh. Cancellation. We've got Tonight Alive canceling their amazing tour with I the Mighty and Dolskin. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, uh, there's so many things you'd have to edit if I said, but um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, it, mental health is what they're chalking this up to yeah, uh, yeah okay well it's you know they're an australian band yeah and they did do a ton of touring last year and probably the year before as well i'm personally not a fan of their band like they were mm, literally yeah. playing or going to play a block away from my apartment and i yeah. was not that's not even enough like that's too far for me to walk yeah. to see that show it just wasn't going to happen i think they're talented for what they do yeah. But they're not our style of music. No, they're they're cheeseball, man. Right. And I, the Mighty, in my opinion, they're very cheeseball. And I actually, <laughs> I don't mind Dollskin. I actually think Dollskin's a good band. Okay. But it's not enough for me to go to that kind of show. And then also, they're getting these big headlining tours that I was really surprised that they would be getting. So, And it's got to look really bad for them, unfortunately, to have yeah. to cancel that. That's a huge tour that they canceled. Yeah, that's that's huge for Dolskin and I the Mighty as well. Like it's a, um, I don't know. There's there's a thin ice I'm walking on with my comments here. <laughs> no, I, I, get it. I think the people listening probably get it as well. But yeah, look, I hope that they get better. Whatever they're working through, I really do. I'm just not a fan of the band. So it's just no. it's interesting to see that that tour had to be completely canceled. So we don't want any ill will towards them or anything like that. It's just, we're not fans. And then we weren't going to go that tour anyways. Yeah. So it's just a, it's for anyone that doesn't know. So hopefully yeah. they get better. They deal with whatever they have to deal with and they get back out there. I just hope they're not with the bands that I like because that Silverstein tour was tough when we had to watch them <laughs> before seeing Silverstein. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It was tough. So, all right, moving on here, we've got amazing five-finger death punch news because that's what we definitely need to talk about. 
I guess their drummer, Jeremy Spencer, has left the band. Now, I guess he had back surgery at some point, and either he needs more time to recover or he's tired of the bullshit of the band. I would I would more put my money on that than anything else because he mentions he has tons of other projects that he's looking forward to getting to, but if he was taking time to recover, wouldn't he just come back to the band? Yeah, that that band is hot garbage, man. Like, oh, of course. Ugh. Yeah, that, Give I me mean the chills. I guess out of everyone that does something in that band, I would like the drummer more than any of them. Yeah. So I guess it's a shame that he's doing that. I mean, hopefully it isn't for real medical reasons, but no. that band I can't fucking stand. No. <laughs> I mean, they're on a tour with Breaking Benjamin in flames. And what what's that half rap, half rock group um, from Ashes to New? Okay. Yeah, yep. they were on that tour. I can deal with In Flames, and I love Breaking Benjamin, but that tour yeah. would have been really tough for me to go to. Yeah. <laughs> we shared a couple back and forth there, recent tours that were just excruciating. Yes, we did. And maybe we'll talk about <laughs> that in tours. Yeah. That is a possibility. So moving on from that one, we now have – it's basic, basic news that – Devil Wears Prada are going to be going back into the studio probably around, I think they said like April, May time to get an album out by around November. But what I thought the most interesting part of that was the news that they had apparently written like 30 songs or so, but mm-hmm. it sounded too much like Transit Blues. And they no, didn't did not like it. Well. Yeah, and they didn't like it. So now they're trying to, like, I guess every band now almost like you have the two extremes. You've got a band that wants to do the complete new thing, and then you've got the band that is copying whatever the new thing was. Yeah, I think after going on that reunion tour they just got done with, uh, or maybe in the process of, they're probably realizing more people like the older stuff than Transit Blues, because that that album is hot trash. I remember, I think it was Jackson, myself, and Ty on the show at the time when we reviewed that. And I think Jackson loves the entire album. Ty might too. But I remember I like three songs at the beginning of that album. Yep. And then the rest of them, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And before that, they had that kind of like weird forgotten about space EP that was actually really good. Yeah. And then yeah, they yeah. went to Transit Blues and just shit the bed. No, I, I completely agree. And look, there are plenty of Devil Wears Prada fans out there that really love Transit Blues. So, and I get it, but they're they're great live. They really are, but they're kind of one of those bands that hasn't clicked with me for a long time. Same here. So, I'm looking forward to hearing what they've got, but we've got a while too. Like I don't even want to think about getting to next November right now. No, not at all. I'm trying no. to think of summer. Like I'm thinking Warp Tour. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking right now. So, just to let everyone know, they are in studio right now or going to be. They're thinking about it. Whatever you mm-hmm. want to say. I don't think we were doing Ian Hates Music Weekly show when the drummer from Amity Affliction left. Did we do that? Uh, I, I didn't. No. Yeah, I don't think so. So we know he was having trouble with touring nonstop and, you know, the demons that come out in that band. I mean, it's not really a new thing. And hopefully he's getting a lot of help with that. But he stepped away for a little bit. I think they got someone to possibly replace him. This is either... During Warp Tour or after Warp Tour, I can't really remember. But now 
they've got the drummer from Defeater, and mm-hmm. I I'm terrible with the, I'm terrible with his name. It's Joe Longobardi. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ballpark. I Close. I apologize for screwing <laughs> up that name. All right, I've already done the Ian hates conversations today, so I, I'm probably a little bit off on that. But the, he's the he used to be the drummer of Defeater, I guess. And he is going to be joining Amity Affliction with their tour with Senses Fail and Belmont and now Silent Planet. And yep. we did not get to talk about it before because all the jokes have been made. But Bad Omens are no longer on that tour. It's now Silent Planet. And that is a huge get. Oh, my gosh. Not only yeah. for Silent Planet, but everyone going on that tour. Yeah. I have yet to meet anyone who says, oh, I just hate Silent Planet. Like, there's... Even if you don't really like the sound of the music, you appreciate them as humans. So it's yeah, just a great band. Yeah, it's not it's not possible to hate Silent Planet. Just no, not. there's no way. No, they work too hard. They do too much. They they deserve this kind of tour. They actually deserve to be even higher. If yeah, you think about I it, I think so too. But this will be probably the biggest thing that they've done in the states. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So interesting tour. I mean. We talked about, or I talked about Census Fail last week. Still not sure how I completely feel about the lyrics changes and all that kind of stuff, but Census Fail are always great live. So if you get to see them live, make sure you do it. I think we'll talk, I mean, I might mention Amity Affliction a little bit later on in the show. Uh, I might too. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that. Belmont's <laughs> great, and then Silent Planet's great. So I would highly recommend people get to that tour if you can. Yep. And then last thing, really. For seeing news, for anyone that doesn't know, Attila have announced their brand new album, Villain, is coming yep. out February 22nd. What a great title. But by the way, once again, I'm the villain of podcasting. So I have to bring that back, I guess. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a great song that I can use in an intro or something. Oh, I'm sure there'll be plenty. But let me ask you, Dave, as you eat something. Are, yeah, are you excited for this album? Are you like, who gives a shit? I'm always interested to see what's going to be on one of their albums. Um, it'll be entertaining, regardless if I like it or not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. Well, anyways, man, do you have any other things you want to bring up in the scene? Um, I don't think so. I mean, it's a weird time right now because there's not really any music coming out. Everyone's on tour, so. I mean, I think we found like I found like one album the past two or three weeks that is even mediocre. So, <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's not a whole lot to go over because no. and it's also the holidays. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Nothing so else. we'll we'll end scene news there. And I think also I don't really know if it's even worth going into new songs. But in case you didn't know, we'll just do it now. While She Sleeps has a brand new song out called Haunt Me. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, so what? They're not the tour. Their actual new album is yeah. coming out on March 1st. And it sounds really... I, I mean, I like the direction that they're going in. Yeah. Um, they're getting... Especially after the last album, they're getting more and more exposure. Like, they're going to be huge, I think, with this album. So Well, it's interesting, too, because they became independent yeah. with that last album, too. So they're not even working with labels, really. So no. I think they just get distribution, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, maybe from Spine Farm or someone. Yeah, Spine Farm, uh, uni- uh, is it Unified? Is no, well, label? I don't have that on my notes, but you might be okay. right. Okay, 
Yeah. Okay. I just know they sell a lot of their stuff in their merch store, but maybe they're selling it because they're getting rid of all their old stuff. Who knows? Yeah, that's a possibility. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that album. To me, they almost sound like like sepaternal level Bring Me the Horizon mixed with a heavier or I don't know. It's kind of not maybe not heavier, newer a day to remember. Yeah, probably. Like yeah. add both those bands together, and that's what While She Sleeps is doing right now. Yep. So check out that track. And then there's another band called Wrist Meets Razor, all one word. And they've got a new track called Expiry Date. And it's a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like hardcore math core. But I really enjoy I like the screams in it. I like the unclean yeah. vocals a lot. So yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything about, so. Yeah. I don't know how the album will be, but I am looking forward to seeing what they've got next. Apparently, it comes out January 18th on Prosthetic Records. We'll see what happens with that one. Yeah. And there we go. See, we just merged scene news and new songs into one. Yep. <laughs> So, Dave, how about we go on to some concert reviews? Oh, I have so many. Let's do it. All right, Dave, I have been running through scene news. Now it's time for you to talk a little bit. I know I talked about a bunch of shows. I can still talk about some more, but why don't you start off let me know some shows you've been to recently. Um, trying to date back here a little bit. Did was a show going when I went to the Era show with CNVAR and Dance Gavin Dance and Era? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. From from then, I've been to very few really shows just because you know the baby thing. But right, um, right. I did get to go to the Beartooth um show with Knock Loose and mm-hmm. Siler there in Columbus. Um, right. Which being their hometown, it was packed. Like it was by they said by far the biggest of the entire tour. So oh, for sure. And it got a little weird, man. I gotta be honest with you. It got Uh-oh. a little weird. Whoa. Um Caleb did this like real long, long, long speech and like oh. started crying. He did that at our show too. Wait, wait, was the speech about trying to kill himself possibly, like during the album? Yeah. Yeah, he did that too. I don't think he cried though, but maybe it meant more to him because he was, you know, in his yeah. hometown. Yeah, I mean, it was. I want to say he went on for over thirty minutes too. Whoa! So it was, yeah. Okay, that's different. <laughs> yeah, it was long. Okay, I mean, and it, it, I don't know. It just felt. I don't know. I had not a real emotion, emotional guy. You are so not. Just, you are a robot. Yeah, it it made me feel a little <laughs> weird, but. They, they, it was a great show. I mean, I I guess I'll wait to talk about the recent album in a little bit. But um, Knock Loose, man. When are they going to release new music? They, they've played a new song on tour. Right. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah, heavier, yeah. which I didn't think would be possible. <laughs> um, but I'm just waiting. Like, wonder what's holding that back. There's got to be something holding them back from releasing new music. Um, I would think that they're milking this for everything it's worth. Yeah, probably. To, to I mean, be quite honest, I think that that's what it is. came out three years ago, f- going on four. Wait, Laugh Tracks came out three years ago? I think that came out in late 15. I mean, I guess, I think I was doing the show with Jackson at that point, so that is possible. It's old, man. I mean, it's it was out before I went to my very first show. Um, I know that much, but... 
they they're they're still great live and yeah. I didn't really I don't really like Siler that much, but they did put on a pretty good show for what they are. I mean, I didn't yeah. I didn't expect much, but I get that. No, I totally get that. All right, what else you now? I think didn't you say you went to like Moths to Flames? Yes, I took took uh, the oldest boy. He's eight, and this was his early Christmas gift. Nice. Um, and we didn't tell him where we were going. We <laughs> just showed up, and he had no idea. I mean, we walked through the venue because we had the VIP. And he, it's like he was still just lost, you know. Mm-hmm. Imagine being eight years old; everything looks huge, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like he, he probably didn't know where he was, what he was being brought into. Right. We just followed a line to the back, and we sat down in these chairs and had a little VIP like acoustic session and whatnot. And there you go. I look over at him, and the dude is just crying. Like, oh, really? <laughs> he he is so nervous. Oh, and he is crying, like not loud, but like, there's just tears well, right. in his eyes. Right. right. <laughs> Wow. Hey, that's yeah. like a dad moment there. Oh, he 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 still talks about it like it was yesterday. So oh, that's cool. and we, of course he got like a sign poster and a flag and all that. So that was that one of my favorite ones for sure. That's just I mean, let's break character a little bit here. I mean, as much as you want to joke around about that kind of thing, that is really fucking cool. Yeah. He's only seen those guys in music videos, you know. Can yeah. you imagine if you were eight and you saw that, like, oh I'd lose my shit. Yeah, I wish, I mean, look, I'm not expecting parents to bring kids to, like, a small bar or something. Yeah. But if you have the ability to do a VIP where you get to do something like that, you know, meet these people that you never thought you would meet, and then go up and watch, you know, the show at, like, a safe distance or something, that's yep. awesome. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not advocating for, like, a ton of kids to be at hardcore shows, but no. to be able to, like, let someone know what a live show is like and what yeah. they can experience like maybe for that reason he'll pick up a guitar or start singing yeah. or doing something like that like that's really cool yeah and you know i caught him yesterday screaming jingle bells so <laughs> that's what he's he he's definitely into it a little bit more now i mean he he didn't ex- he didn't know how long a show would takes you know he was expecting oh i'm gonna see my band and then we're gonna be done oh he, was, yeah. he, he didn't like the wait he definitely didn't like the wait well i'm with but, them on uh, that i don't yeah. like to wait either <laughs> but there was one other kid there too in the vip which was i thought to be pretty cool and he was so it didn't make gavin feel as awkward or as ah. out of place um but if i didn't know wasn't familiar with the venue like i was i wouldn't have brought him because no. No. You never know. It could be one of those venues where it's all standing room and you can't see shit. Right. But we got like a above loft area and we can just directly see right down. It's, yeah. It's a really, and it has a, like a restaurant up front too. So you could eat too. So you wouldn't bitch the entire time. Ah, very true. No, yeah. it's great, man. Very cool. Now, do you have any upcoming shows? Um, Same as you, the Landon and uh, Ghost Atlas. And yeah. that's going to be... That that could be one of my favorites of all time if it goes as well as I think it will. I'm hoping so, man. I mean, seeing Plot and you with the Underworld tour and everything, yeah. like I've already talked about that, but he is so fucking good. Yeah. He's so fucking talented. And then to see him, I've never seen him do solo work before. No. So no. this is going to be great. Plus, obviously, I want to see Ghost Atlas live and see mm-hmm. them pull off all the crazy shit that they're able to do. Yeah. And he just released a song last night. Um, oh, I'm I have to check it out. He just released it, so he's released two new songs. So I'd expect a new Ghost Atlas album sooner than later, too, which would be really would make sense going on tour kind of soon. So okay, 
Very nice. And then, yeah, I have As It Is. I have yep. Wednesday 13. You know, there are a few that I just haven't, like, really gotten my tickets yet for, but I will yeah. be doing. I, I am a little iffy, and, you know, this always gets me in trouble. I'm a little iffy. I'll go see as it is because I fucking love them. And the Great Depression, spoiler alert, will be on my best list of 2018. Like, I fucking love that album. Sharp Tooth Man. Oh, that tour. Oh, I forgot about it. Now it's coming back to me. Oh, man. Who else is on that? I forget. I I don't. Those are the two. See, that's the thing. It's like, I want to support bands. But I'll probably go for Sharp Tooth just for the stories because I actually don't think, I don't think even during the solo show, the the one I did like at Halloween, I don't yeah. think I even talked about the show where I saw where I saw where I saw where I saw Shop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she sells. She shall. Oh wow. Where I saw Sharp Tooth. I think it was it was the Cane Hill show. That Sharp Tooth was on, and it was okay. with the Afterlife. Like I like, no, no, not was it Afterlife? Yeah, I think it was Afterlife yeah. because I was thinking After Image, and they're not a band anymore. But Afterlife, who I really like, their new album's coming out. I think in a couple of weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Positives first, right? They yeah. sound better live than they sound on that terrible album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she learned how to scream where she won't hurt herself. <laughs> and look and i'm not saying that because she's a woman there are yeah. tons of women that scream amazingly plus there are men that blew out their voices because they didn't know how to scream correctly if you listen to that album there's no way she's not hurting herself on that album yeah so the and way the other she's, bands yeah. which the one? other bands on that were hold close which i don't think i don't it's not one to write home about but point north is is really good honestly oh, okay all right point I'll north is good I think that's what everyone needs to do anyways. If you look at a tour package and you don't know the bands, then just look them up and listen to as much you can and see, you know, make that judgment. Do you like the band? Do you not like the band? Yeah. I think that's actually how I found Point North. <laughs> okay. What are you eating over there? Yeah, you know, I got this carton of like a big carton <laughs> of beef jerky for Christmas. What a terrible thing to be eating during this show. Ian, if I could share it with you from here, I would. Dave, I was told on Twitter that I'm supposed to be professional. Oh, right? how dare you. So I need I need you to also be professional. Well, beef jerky's <laughs> professional. Look, I love myself some beef jerky, but that's uh-huh. just like the worst. Literally, I think that's the worst thing you could actually eat during the show. Maybe mac and cheese. Mac and cheese would be worse. I oh. guess you would gum up the works a little bit. That is, <laughs> that is true. But let me, I'll tell you about Sharp Tooth. So oh boy. the lead singer is like, Four foot nothing. Mm-hmm. But she puts on this attitude <laughs> like she could kill anybody, like she could do. And <laughs> it's good to have that kind of attitude. I'm yeah. not saying you shouldn't. I mean, I know short guys that have the same exact attitude. So I want I want to make this clear. I'm not like this is not an attack against women. Like it's it's not because if you listen to the show enough, if you listen from the very beginning, especially, 
I talk about female fronted bands all the fucking time because they're some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like Sharp Tooth. I really <laughs> wanted to. But that album is pure garbage on <laughs> every single level. So when they come around live, not only like I get that their band is not about the music. Their band mm-hmm. is about the message. So she talks in between songs Ugh. all the time. Like there is no break between songs where she just goes song, song. It's song, three minute speech, song, three minute speech, and on and on like that. And everything is completely anti-guy. Oh, perfect. Males have never done anything good, but yet her rest of her band is all male. (laughs) So I would understand if she's specifically talking about certain guys, that would be fine. But the way she talks is generalizing. If any man got on stage and started generalizing about women the way she generalized about about men, they would be in so much fucking trouble. Yeah. Well, Makeout did. And remember how much trouble they got into. Oh, very true. No, that is, <laughs> I mean, it's honestly, that's that's a good point. But, and then she hates Trump, and I get it, everyone does. You know, yeah. so it, it's fine. But also, if you're saying the same thing over and over again, like, at least be original about it. At least do something. It's, it's awful stuff. And I, I completely get it. Like I said, the music is about the message. It's not about anything else. It's it's the message. And then at the end of the show, and I think this is her staple now, at the end of the show, she gets out and she only wants women to come around her. And then they do their own mosh pit. Oh, my God. So whenever she comes out, she hates all the guys and only interacts with the women. And that's still fine if that's what yeah. you want to do. But I feel weird because how are you supposed to support someone that hates you even though you're not the person that they hate? Yeah. um, God. And you're going to see this. You're going to see this again live? Well, it's I mean, I guess I have to like I love as it is. So I guess I have to. I don't know. (laughs) Look, maybe I'm wrong. If there are people that want to talk about it, like I'm completely open, but I have seen Sharp Tooth live multiple times. It's not like this is a new thing. And I've listened multiple times to their albums. Yeah. And that it's just the way I see it is they don't care about their music. It's about the message, but the, I think the message could be said better. Yeah. I, I don't know if just angry yelling at men is the way to do it. Just like if men were like annoyed at women, I don't think angry yelling at women is the way to do it. No. It, I, right? I'm gonna I, take a shot in the dark here. I'm gonna say that she's single. Well I, I would doubt that. I would highly <laughs> doubt that to be quite honest. I think you're completely wrong. <laughs> but holy shit man, it was so and then I noticed there were a bunch of women in the mosh pit and around everyone else that were very, very aggressive. With people, and maybe that's what guys deserve. It's a possibility. You look at a mosh pit, and guys are aggressive in mosh pits, and women are sometimes not in a mosh pit, and they make it uncomfortable for women. So maybe that's what these women are doing as a like a I got you, motherfucker. Like now it's my turn. You know our band's on stage, so maybe that's the case. That didn't really bother me, but I was just noticing it. I was like, wow. Well, why don't women just do this for everything then? Like, the, nothing would be said. Nothing would be said to them if they were doing this for any other band. 
So why mm-hmm. only do it for sharp tooth? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm talking about actual equality through everything. Yeah, might as well. I, I saw one of the recent <clears throat> the Light Monster <laughs> Flame Show. That's what you get for having beef jerky, motherfucker. I know. She had two <laughs> bull rings in, man. This yeah, girl yeah. looked like she looked like something out of like Resident Evil. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't mess with her. That's for sure. <laughs> Look, I don't I don't plan on messing with anybody who has bull rings in. Two. Yeah, two, you know, let alone one, two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not a chance. Not a fucking yeah. chance on that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But look, I have to see as it is. I have to. And look, sometimes people just don't like certain bands. So I, I don't care if you're upset with me for not liking Sharp Tooth. Maybe they'll change my mind in the future. I'll yeah. always, you know, I'll always give their stuff another chance. But they I get the feeling they just don't like us. Yeah. I don't like them. Well, there you oh, Dave. <laughs> oh, Dave, you're you're fired from the show. I'm yep. sorry. I'm gonna have to trump you. You're fired. <laughs> oh, that was a terrible joke. But she would have said something like that in her speech. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many things. There's too many things to say. I understand. I understand. All right, Dave. Well, we are gonna leave that now in the past. And we are going to go on to our favorite part of the show. Everyone knows what that music means. It is our favorite time of the show, which is album review time. Now, we are only doing one album, very similar to what I did last week with Mm -hmm. If I Were You. Now, though, it's Palisades' Erase the Pain on Rise Records. This is post-hardcore, electronic core, radio rock, 10 tracks, no filler. This is their fourth full-length album. And Dave, I'm going to start with you. What did you think? Palisades, a little bit of background here. They, they've always been kind of on the fence with me, I guess. Um, okay. I've never disliked them, but uh, they every album I feel like they were trying something different. You know, it was kind of like an issues or um, it's another band volumes type of style almost at times. Or okay. and this this recent one, I felt like they didn't try like try anything new but they didn't the highs weren't high enough and the lows weren't low enough it was kind of mid-grade through the entire album um you know there's just when it was fast pace or heavy in parts it just wasn't enough for me yeah okay it just felt kind of bland i thought of it as they were honing in to their sound yeah they they, they could be that's the way I looked at it. And maybe I look at it a little bit more positive because I've been with this band from the beginning. I've been with the, mm-hmm. this band since their first EP. And yeah. I've seen them live probably like seven times or something. Mm-hmm. So the way I look at it is they're self-titled that came out last year. So it was a pretty quick turnaround. You know, you're looking yeah. at like yeah. I think a year and a half, maybe less, somewhere around there. It's a quick turnaround. I thought this expanded 
a little bit on what they were doing on the self-titled. So I didn't see it as bland. What I've always seen Palisades as, they're almost like, it's hard. It's almost like they're a beginner band for people that aren't used to the scene. Yeah, it, it yeah, it's a good beginner band, but people already involved in the scene, they're not gonna, they're not gonna flock to this right now. I don't think. Well, the way I look at it is because I think they're putting out quality. It's not that people will flock to it. It's more like they're almost at the veteran level of electronic core. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying it's I like this album. So I'm I'm defending it in that way. Uh-huh. Where the way the way I looked at it was that sure, it's not gonna be super heavy, and sure it's not gonna be super light, but they have a very good mix. They're they're veterans at taking because they were doing electronic core towards the beginning of their career. Yeah. And they yeah, were like a better IC stars. Way better. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even put it. I, that's not even a yeah. test for me. It's like that's yeah. the answer is Palisades. But for Palisades, that's the other thing. I I despise the trend now where any metalcore band just throws in electronics. And this is where yeah. I'm going to bring in Amity Affliction. In Ooh. Misery, yeah, they had albums throughout their entire career where they never use electronics ever. And then on Misery, they were just like, what if I just press this random button? Yeah. <laughs> and that became a sound. And then they were like, oh, well, let's just put it anywhere here. That's how I felt yeah. that they did. They took a randomizer of sounds and threw it into their album. And each song had like its own shitty song, like sound that they were playing. Yeah. Palisades does not do that. Palisades no. went so far into electronics that Mind Games, I think it was their second album, yep. is all the way over into that it's almost electronics only. Yeah, it's electronics and rap. And I still really like that album. And you probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't think that I would like that. But they are so good at their programming and their mixing that to me, it worked very well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it didn't, but I I wouldn't say it it still didn't bring me in and I want it to. (laughs) I see. Um, After listening to it, I'm like, yeah, it sounds, it sounds okay. I'm not going to say all this sucks by any means. It's just, I was, I'm waiting for something more that I'm not going to get. <laughs> and that's a possibility. This yeah. might be a band that's just a little outside your taste. Now, I will say, even if you don't necessarily gravitate towards it where you're like, oh, I got to listen to this multiple times, they are very good live. And I mm-hmm. think these songs take on another life when you see them live. So I'll say that for sure. I very much like this album. This actually might be on one of my best of 2018. It honestly might. And that's one of the reasons. I mean, we've always been different than other shows. We do the anniversary show and we talk about our favorites of the year and our you know worst of the year and everything. I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that I heard this album before yeah. I put everything together. It just made sense. I wanted to hear If I Were You and I wanted to hear Palisades. Yep. And I wanted to make sure I was all good. But I like this. I mean, you know, the lead singer, I think he's doing everything. He's doing the unclean vocals and the clean vocals. I yeah. think this... Once again, it's a it's a beginning transfer band almost for people that have not heard this type of music. And for me, I don't think that means they dumbed it down. I think they found a sweet spot where if they were radio rock, like full radio rock, we'd be making fun of them. Yeah. 
but they're not because they're still doing everything really well. But I don't feel like they're selling out like other bands have because they've been doing this for so long. This is their style. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, they didn't go full asking Alexander Giannis, so They did not. <laughs> they definitely did not. And I like the transitions between the clean and the unclean vocals. I think there are plenty of places where the breakdowns are really fun, but then also they're very good at getting people to move in the concert. And that's what happened is I took a chick to the show. Yeah. I, I think it was like a couple years ago, maybe even a year ago. And she never listened to this type of music. But Palisades was the band that she latched yeah. onto because she could dance to it as well. But they're still playing instruments. They're not auto-tuning. They're really doing their shit. And that's what I respect about yeah. what they do. Yeah. 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 They would. I could get anyone to listen to this. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. So I think they're very talented. Maybe the next album they'll go a little heavier. I, I'm not sure if they'll go softer because I think they already tried that and I yeah. don't think that was their style. So I can see them doing more along this line or uh-huh. going a little bit heavier. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it'll be a little bit more along this line. I, I don't know if they're going to be heavier. I feel like that gap would have occurred this album would have been the heavier one, like a good transition. You know, I feel like they, this was the transition right here. And from here, it'll probably be similar to this, maybe even lighter. It is absolutely possible. I'm not exactly sure, but I like the album. You're kind of on the fence, Yeah. but this is going to be on my radar and I want people to check it out for sure. Because I think a lot of times albums like this get lost in the shuffle and I don't want that to happen. No, So we're not going to play anything today. We're going to keep audio more out of this episode. But make sure you check out the entire album front to back. Like I said, no filler. I'm a big fan of that. Make sure you check out Palisades, Erase the Pain on Rise Records. All right, Dave. So I'm not even sure what's coming out next week. I'm not sure there is anything. Yeah, I don't don't think so. I I Actually, this would be a good time. I think I have a question for you holy uh, shit wait do yeah. i play do i play a segment change is this hate mail oh uh, from me to you but it is going to be a hot topic oh wait a yeah. second like the store almost oh then that's gonna be awesome yep. all right yep. well then you know what i don't even know what to play right now so i'm gonna insert something here and then we're gonna start Mail, motherfucker. all right dave i don't even know what i played so what is <laughs> what is this all about i'm excited all right, Ian. This is gonna make you is gonna get you thinking now. Who divided their original fan base harder over the more recent years? Okay. Sleeping with sirens, mm-hmm. under oath, asking Alexandria, or bring me the horizon. All right, that is a very interesting question. Because they all have, but oh, who, for sure, absolutely. Who just said fuck you, basically. <laughs> and, them original fans are most likely gone. So, Sleeping with Sirens, they said fuck all adults. Yeah. And we're only going to play to 14-year-old girls. So that yep. was that was big, but they were already big with 14-year-old girls. They were. Yep. Now, I don't know if you saw the report, but I believe that Sleeping with Sirens have been working with Matt Good, and they're yep. going back to their heavier side. 
Yes, but they have, they have said this the past three, the two or three albums. So. They did, and we'll then see. they they backtracked, yeah, and said, yep. "Oh no, well here's gossip." So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bring Me the Horizon have definitely changed their style, but they've also been ahead of the curve by yeah. like three years every time. And now I don't know if you saw it, but they are playing medleys on their tour where yeah. Ollie is back to screaming. Now, it doesn't uh-huh. sound like his old scream, but no. he is back to doing some screams. I wouldn't be surprised if you see a different album. Like, they're so far ahead that it's almost a cycle now where I yeah. wouldn't be surprised that after, you know, Ammo or however, Amo or however you say their new album, yeah. when that's done and they take another three or four years to get an album out, that they're back to Deathcore. Yeah, you know I, what I, I mean? would not be surprised, no. So I don't think Bring Me the Rise and said fuck you to the fans because what they said was, hey. Follow me. <laughs> yeah, continue, yeah, follow me. Continue to be fans, but then also look at all these other fans we're getting. Yeah. So what were the other bands again? Under Oath yep. or Asking Alexandria. Oh, man. So I might I have, have to. to I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I, you know what? I think I'm going to have to go with Asking Alexandria. That's what I picked. And, and it, because I can't see anyone. I can't see anyone from that original album, you know, have the same feeling they have today for that band. Right. No. Right. Well, like like I said, I didn't hate that album. I no. I didn't hate Asking Alexandria. I didn't yeah. hate the new Under Oath because I picked out good parts of them. Mm-hmm. So I, I was able to like justify liking certain parts of them. Now I don't yeah. go back and listen really because yeah. you know, why would I? But they did some good things on the Asking Alexandria album, but they promote the shit out of being like the second best song on Sirius XM and like all that kind of stuff. So they've left behind everyone that was like, Hey, you're just, you're a band on the outside because now they become mainstream. Yeah. I don't think they were to push like a couple, like Eve, that song on the album, instead of fucking vultures. Right. It would, it would feel different, but this their next. Can you imagine what this next album is going to be like? Well, that'll right, and that's the thing. Where Under Oath, I think, can look at the concerts that they've been doing and yeah. go like, "Oh, look at how people didn't react to yeah. this type of song," and maybe go, "Okay, well, we didn't really like doing that anyways. Let's go back to what we used to do." Like I think yeah. Under Oath still have that ability. I don't think that's what Asking Alexandria wants to do. No, I don't I don't think so. So yeah, I mean, I love people working with Matt Good. I think he's a super talented legend. Like I can't say enough great things about Matt Good. Mm-hmm. Asking Alexandria are deciding to go in a completely different direction. Yeah. So that's a good question, man. But that's that's gotta be my answer. I think it's asking yep. Alexandria. I think so. I think that's what I that's what I came up with at the end. I mean, it took me like a night's worth of pondering in my head to really <laughs> To really come to a good answer. Now I totally get it. I totally get it. Well, thank you. Now, Dave, because we're going to have such a large anniversary show, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk final year end, what you like, what you don't like with Dave yep. right now.
All right, Dave. It is the end of 2018. Literally in hours or so, we're going to be at the end of this yeah. horrible, terrible year. <laughs> I decide about real life, not necessarily music, but we do want to talk about, you know, favorites and, you know, things you didn't like. And I'm going to chime in here, but I won't have my list ready for now. But I know you do have your list. So where do you want to start? I think I want to start with, let's let's just talk about it. albums that shit the bed. That is the title of my albums list. And I have 10 <laughs> that completely shit the bed. Now, are they in order or not? Um, you know, they're not in order, but I can tell you which was number one. Let's okay. Like All right. Yeah. Okay. Save that one for the end then. We'll yep, do it yep. that way. Okay. Go ahead. For me, albums that shit the bed and EPs, because there's two on here. <laughs> the Word Alive, for me, shit the bed. All right. I liked a couple songs on that album. Yeah. I, I mean, there was one song that, 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 what pisses me off is when they lead with a song that me and you both enjoyed, kind of yeah. like Underoath did. But then after that, just, just, oh man, they just dump themselves. <laughs> um, after that, I mean, we talked about Amity. Uh, man, that's painful to get through. Yeah. Um, trophy eyes. Oh, 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 what happened, man? I don't know. Holy shit. How do you go down that hard? Tell me about it. Friday Forever is one of the worst songs I have listened to in my life. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I still think it's weird when people talk about them being good. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, The 888, not to be confused with Crazy 88, but 888 was um the pro- Drop Dead Gorgeous of vocalists. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. That album, oh, don't listen to it. No, That's all I just say. go listen to Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, the Sycamore EP. Oh, Sycamore yeah. was good. Yeah, I really like Sycamore. I completely forgot about that EP. And yeah, said it. Wow. I wish I did forget too, and I didn't. Yeah, um, that was so weird. Didn't they have that song about sex? Yeah, man. It was oh. so fucking weird. It was it was awkward to listen to around people. It really was. Um, <laughs> I wish I I, I got to go play that later on. <laughs> Bear tooth for me, shit the bed. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. And okay. It, and it hurt me to put down the list. Even seeing them live, it was such a good. They are a great performing band. There's, yeah, I'm not denying that. Caleb, saying, Caleb's a musical did not genius. Help them. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, this no. It, it, look, it's not. I can tell people right now. It's not on my best list. It's not on my worst list. It's just no. on a list of stuff we listen to. Yeah, I think that's why it's on that list. I mean, because it was just blah. You know, it was a. Blah. Not the good one. Yeah, no. not the good blah. No, it was eh. No, I, I understand. There were a yeah. couple there were a couple tracks. It wasn't like I was like, oh man, this sucks. It was no. just when I was listening to it, I was like, this isn't Beartooth. No. To me. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It didn't it didn't hit for me. Um Royal Coda. Oh my god. Expected big things. Uh yeah, that was awful. I'm not a Kurt Travis fan, really. Um but I did expect, you know, with all of those musicians being so creative, mm-hmm. something maybe oh, they're unique. all great. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, it was the most boring thing. Oh. Like it, it was painful. I don't know if you and I even finished the album. We just reviewed the track seven, probably. No, um, we did. I, I know we finished it because we're professionals, but still, <laughs> it, it was tough. That was tough. Uh, of course, we have Fallout Boy. Of course. 
That was difficult. Oh, that was that wow. was a chore. Like it was actually like I had to I had to make myself do it. Yes. Um and here's another one which I mean you know you just become no surprise to you mm-hmm. but under oath. Um yeah. Sound well, didn't yeah. do them any favor. But on my teeth is good because it was the first single cuz they knew that was the best song. Yeah. Um, I mean that's the one that's nominated for the Grammy, right? Yeah, it yeah. Had better be. Well, that in makes sense. Yeah. And no frame. Oh man. Uh, I hate me or hate me or whatever. I, I, yeah, uh, um, I hate it. Hate it. I hate oh. it. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy that loves the word hate. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. Oh. And I hate, um, and my number one, Ian, which you won't argue ever, escape the fate. Oh, oh, what a what a pile of garbage! Oh man, it's still steaming. Like it's that's just... that album is like you put a whole bunch of garbage into like a plastic bag and you just cut a hole at the bottom <laughs> and you just cipher out all the garbage water. Like there was no water in there before, but it's fermented and it's reacted, and now you just got oh. this waste. Oh. And I, I remember having conversations with people that still like that album, and I'll never <laughs> understand. I'll never understand it. That's on. That's definitely on my worst of list. I, 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 I struggle to even comprehend how someone could like that album or even a song off that album. Um. <laughs> right. I think there was one song. I, it was like the first song or the second song that was yeah. okay at best. Yeah. Like and- possibly passable. I, I do have, uh, you know, if I don't know if I can even say what I want to say next. Oh, because there is a song this year, Ian, that melted my fucking heart. I think. Okay? No, I gotta know. Wait, wait. Can I guess? You can guess it, but I don't know if you will even say it because we know this person. No. Yeah. It can't be. It is. No, because I would have said what I was going to say was Wasted Space by Under Oath. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. That's, to me, that's like one of the worst singles of this year. No, there's a single, Ian, that is so bad that he apologized for it. Wait. All right, wait, wait. Then we're not thinking of the same person then. Ian, look at your camera. Okay. And I'll, and you'll, I'll be able to tell you. Oh, yeah, you know, you can tell the song. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, look, we, we can't, we can't leave people with that joke and not, and not say it. Look, I, I, I saw it in your eyes because you remembered the song I did and exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> because I completely took it out of my memory. And look, and people get mad at me for liking this guy. They get mad at me for promoting his music. Yeah. I mean, maybe does that does that give people a hint? But you always <laughs> got to be honest. He was trying something new, but it's still like to me and to yeah. Dave and to a lot of people, it's awful. Oh my god, what a fucking gut punch! Yeah, it's and that's coming from people that love his music. Love, like love it'll it. be. I'm about to name it on one of my favorite albums. Yeah, like, I I have it on one of my favorite albums. Yeah. That's the thing. But the single is not on that album. No, thank the, God. Yeah. The single was him 
trying out different things. And I get yep. it. Believe me. We know a lot of people that experiment with music and try to see what they can do in their own studios. Yep. And if he likes that, that's completely fine. But holy shit, trying to get through <laughs> that, I, I couldn't even. And I felt bad because I didn't want to text him no. and say like, hey, man, what happened? Hey, man, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to do it because I felt bad. <laughs> but we're oh. always going to be honest on this show. And we're not going to listen to something that we don't think is good. No. So, okay. I, I, dude, I completely, completely blocked that out of my mind. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Let's let's get to the good stuff, Ian. That's enough of that. Yes. I love the positivity. Let's talk about the great music. Because believe me, 2018 was a great year for music. Yeah, it was. Dance Gavin Dance arguably released their best album. Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking so. I mean, it... I mean, it's it within my top. Yeah, it's one of my favorite albums. Put it like that. I'll, I'll say my best for last, but that's a big spoiler. That that's not my favorite album. Um, hey, oh, obviously one of the best. Um, some things that caught me off guard, like it's, it's no no doubt, like you're gonna know I'm gonna love Silent Planet. Like, of course, you're, I'm yep. gonna love Dance Gavin Dance. Yep, an era and Hail the Sun. Right, but there's a couple other things this year that stood out to me. I just mentioned that Can't Swim album. Oh yeah. Like I didn't know that band. Yeah. You know? No, no, I'm with you. I absolutely and the uh Bearings was another album I didn't I did not expect anything out of. And I listened to it and said, Holy shit. Um a lot of people love that. Yeah, Limbs. Oh yeah. That was man. I I I really want to see them again. Yeah, I want to see them for the first time. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of the craziest experiences you ever ever have i promise okay. you that all right I'd like to hear um, that hawthorne heights that i mean another great album i mean i don't very good mm-hmm. yeah I, they go kind of unnoticed and it kind of bothers me half the time um well that's because you're ohio thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> obviously the plot in you mm-hmm. um and real friends surprised me with a decent album a good album i'll call it good i mean they're i didn't really ever list. enjoy them they're they're fine i i like yeah. them but that did not make my list. Yep. Um, Misfortune. Yep. Great band. Yes. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> no matter how many people hate us for saying yep. that, I don't really yep. give a fuck. Uh-huh. Um, and I discovered uh, Savage Hands this past year. Yes. That was good stuff. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what they have coming soon. I'm hoping yeah. soon. Yep. Gatherers. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Convictions and the after image. Like, yeah. I think I I wouldn't have known about gatherers convictions. Um, another can't swim. Another, a lot of these other bands, I probably wouldn't have known if I wouldn't have been on the show or invested in music. Let's put it like that. Um, and my number one album of all time came from (laughs) not of all time, all years of your life (laughs) of this year came from me i didn't even know this band i didn't know i liked this band and i you, it's on an sh- episode of me saying i didn't mm-hmm. know i liked them which was tiny moving parts wow yeah i all uh right. i that it's just such an all-around good album like you can listen yeah. to it no matter your mood and no matter your crowd of people you're around like it's it's perfect album and that I, I didn't know anything about that band till we reviewed it oh yeah yeah no, that's very true. I think I remember that episode too. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, no, they're a really good band. They're extremely talented. 
I really want to see them live, and I haven't. Yeah, yet. me too. I think I want to say I have seen them live, but the last time when that album came out, they yeah. sold out the place before I got to have a ticket. Yeah. So I know yeah, I've seen them before. Quick. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty crazy. So yeah, they're they're a band that will be consistently on the rise. I think. Yeah, and uh, that's really good to see, especially being a three piece band. Um, it's oh, yeah. kind of unique. Very true. Now, do you have anything else on? Do you have any other lists? Uh, you know, I'm still working on my, my, if I had to make a, a 12 song album of my favorite 12 songs, oh. which I'll get that to you when I, when I make it up and I yeah. can't have duplicate songs. That's my rule here. Can't have duplicates oh, from I the see. same. Album. Okay. Um, yeah. I was about to say, I was like, okay, I, I get it now. All right. Cause it would be dance cabin dance and tiny moving parts <laughs> in a silent planet song. So <laughs> there you go. No, I, I understand. All right. Yeah, that'd be cool because I can put that up on like a Spotify playlist or something. Yeah, yeah, I'll be sure to get that over to you. And um, I never really, since we I've been on the show, the Silent Planet album did. Did you enjoy it as much as I did? Did you have something? Did did this album step up from the last one for you too? I think people are gonna get mad at me oh. if I talk about this album. Oh, I know it sounds weird. So it's a great album, but I have not listened to it since. Oh no. Yeah, it it did not hit me the way that it hit other people. And that might be just because of my personality where when that album came out, there were also so many other albums that came out around it, and at yeah. that time, I was so invested in the new Ghost Key. Uh-huh. And to me, and I, I even told this to Austin. I told him off air. Ghost Key's album to me is better than Silent Planets. Yeah. And that's just, that's my personal yeah. taste. But because of that, listening to Ghost Key eclipsed listening to, like, Silent Planet are always going to be amazing at everything they do. Like, I'm yeah. not putting them down whatsoever. Their lyrics are amazing. You know, Garrett's putting in things that no one has thought of before. Yeah. It's a different level, but connecting to that all the time for me didn't work as much on this album as it has. <coughs> wow, as it has on past albums. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit more on the anniversary show. But for me, it was just one of those things where I replaced my listens to or multiple listens to that album with other albums that I end up liking even more. Yes, that would be another topic for discussion, maybe on the anniversary show, of your list of albums. Is there one, or it's your favorite album of the year, who knows, that you can actually personally relate to this past year that makes it so great, you know? Yeah, there are a lot, to be quite yeah. honest. I mean, anything depressing, yeah. I, I really do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a lot of stuff there. But yeah, I'll have, like, I don't do top 10 lists, you know that already. I think everyone who listens to the show knows that I don't do top 10 lists, but I'll have all my best albums. I'll have all my worst albums. I'll have best and worst EPs. And then I'll also have, I won't do, probably won't do worst singles, but I'll probably do yeah. best singles because yeah. there were some that really stood out this year as in like, Hey, they didn't put an album out, but the single is getting me super pumped for 2019. Yeah. yeah I know, have a couple kind of, of my, my top I think I'm down to about 20 songs now, but of those top 20, like three or four of them are just singles that wow. came out this past year. Okay. That were just that good. So, yeah. 
that would be a lot of fun then. Now, is there anything else uh, that you want to talk about with this stuff? I don't think there's a, any point in you telling what your worst song of the year was because we'll just have the same discussion we just had exactly. where we can't say it. So yep. you don't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think I was going to do an Ian's Insights, but I think we should just do the end of the show and just talk about shit. Yep. So here it is. Let's end the show. All right, Dave, it is time to end the show, and I want to give people like an update. I want to talk about the show in general and talk about you know what 2019 can bring. So I got a lot of really cool stuff for Christmas. I know it sounds weird to get certain Christmas gifts, but there are things that I wanted to invest in for the show itself. So there are going to be some new things that I'm going to be trying out with Ian Hates Music, maybe Ian Hates Conversations, and then also Ian Hates Music, the, the weekly show. Mm-hmm. I would like to bring the music show back. I would like to bring the weekly yeah. show back. The problem is people that we talked – like I had people that tried out for the show. Yeah. I had narrowed down to who I wanted to be on the show, and then I haven't heard back from that person. Okay. What that was, though, was not to throw away you, Dave, or Jackson, or Ty. No, no. What I was thinking, what I want to do is I want, and I kind of touched on this last week, I want to do like an independent network. So what mm-hmm. I want to have is a regular weekly music show where we talk about the scene and we have like a, a standard co-host or maybe two standard co-hosts and maybe bring in guests from time to time yeah. and do it that way. So when Dave, you have some time and you want to jump on, then we do it. When Jackson, you know, has his Wi-Fi figured out, we do it. When Ty's not, you know, traveling around and working crazy hours, then he would come on and do it. Or we put out the regular show and then you and I on a Friday night, and it doesn't have to be like oh, every week, but maybe yeah. every couple of weeks, you and I shoot the shit about yeah. stuff that's going on in the scene yeah. and we don't or an edit. album that came out weeks ago or something like that even, yeah. you know? Some some topic that's come up, some like terrible thing that's happened in the scene that we're pissed off about and we want to sound off on each other like that kind of thing and we don't have to edit the show it's just like a bonus show that we give out to people and we're like here this is a side thing that we're doing you see what i mean so i want that kind of thing i want like an encompassing independent network so that is the plan that i want to do now i don't want to give everything away because i don't want people taking the ideas that you know, that we're going to be trying to do. There's a lot more coming with that. I can say today, like literally today, I had a conversation with Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein. Ooh. How fucking cool is that? Uh-huh. Like the ex mis the ex mis well, I can't, I, I'm glad I didn't have to say this when I was talking to him. The ex misfits guitarist. Yeah. That's super fucking cool. So I talked to him now, look, and obviously I go in depth for, you know, an hour plus normally, on these conversations. This is 20 minutes. That's what I was given. It's very uh-huh. similar to like a warp tour type thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but it's still cool. And he has a lot. You talk about someone who's pissed off about stuff. Doyle is pissed off about stuff. And <laughs> he's pissed off about the right stuff, it seems. So I think people are gonna enjoy hearing that for sure. But that's coming out, and then I'm hoping to have other things come out as well. I gotta set up some things. But yeah, I think. This next year, we've laid the groundwork now in 2018. 
2019, I want to be even bigger. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm always open to tear something apart and have no, <laughs> no, well, no sensory. The problem is, as much as I hate to say, because I despise social media, but you're going to have to get on all the social medias. Yeah. I mean, to fight the good fight. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> on that note, Dave, do you have any social medias that you would like to plug? Um, Dave of Doom. That's, that's my art account. I haven't posted much on there because, well, as you just heard, had a kid. So <laughs> been kind of busy this past year. Kind of busy. And I yeah. do. I, I want to make a note, by the way. I remember when I was debating on whether we should take a hiatus on Ian Hates Music and stuff. Yeah. And you were like, oh, no, no, no. I'll have plenty of time. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I was like, Dave, you are not going to have time to be able to do this. <laughs> if, if it's not like the time thing, you know, you know, it just you feel like such a piece of shit. If she's like upstairs with a with a crying baby and she was trying to do dishes or something, right. then I'm the piece of shit for sure. So, I mean, I'm, I actually don't have a lot of shit to do, but I just have to like help no matter what, because you put a baby down, it screams. You got to hold it all the time. Oh, I drop them all the time. Yeah, just drop them. (laughs) Just drop them. (laughs) Then they're out like a light. Just like that. (laughs) I will say she does sleep all damn night, though. That's good. Like, I I get all my sleep in, which is, I can't complain there. Yeah. No, you got to look at the pauses, man. So, yeah. All right. So, David Doom, and that's on Instagram. Is that it? Yep. Instagram. Just Yeah. That's, That's the best one. All right. And then I think people know this already. But you can obviously, you can follow me on Twitter, at Ian Hates Podcast, on Instagram and Facebook, at Ian Hates. And then, let me see, what else do we have? You can email me, ianhates at gmail.com. And now, just so everyone knows, you're obviously listening to the show somehow, whether it's a website or iTunes or Spotify, Google Play, whatever. I am getting rid of SoundCloud. Okay. It's just not enough people. I mean, we yeah. have thousands of plays on there. But it's just not enough for having to pay a yearly fee. Yeah. It's just not. (laughs) So I am getting rid of that. But I believe I will still have all the old episodes that I put up should still be there. But anyone who has SoundCloud, you probably have Spotify. And if not, then you have Google Play. You have Stitcher. You have whatever. We're on all of those. So don't worry about it. And that's the same. Ian hates music, conversations, movies. All that stuff. Still hoping to do Ian Hates Love in the future. We just might switch some things around possibly. So that's coming up as well. So, Dave, thank you very much for doing this. I had a lot of fun. Let's finish 2018 off right. Do you have any final words for everyone? Um, You know, the traditional don't be a dick thing. I mean, it's, it's working for me so far. So I got to keep with it. There you go. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to So I'll ride for you, so I'll
yo doy 